0: the show.
1: Welcome to the show. Beer, bait, and real estate. That's right, my friend. For all of you that uh, are brand new to the podcast, never met us, never heard us talk about this, basically if you're not friends of ours, I am Adam Stidley. I am from Collinsville, Oklahoma. Born and raised. This is my co-host, Bryce Bechtel. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Bryce. I'm not from Collinsville. I'm from Blackwell.
0: Great town made national news recently. We'll get into that later. Uh, family three kids
1: busy. yeah I have two kids myself. Bryce and I like to have kids just about the exact same time of year but Bryce has three I have stopped you punted. It. I've stopped it too. you <laughs> win you win. Um, man we're both we're both just outdoor guys we work hard uh, and what we want to do with this podcast is we want to share a little bit of our outdoor knowledge, we want to share a little bit of our real estate knowledge because I am in real estate, that's how I make my living, Bryce is kind of in real estate because Bryce sells
0: without me the house never
1: is made correct, yeah you need Bryce, Bryce sells lumber and everything else you need to actually build a home And is immersed in that industry so we're hoping to bring you guys a little bit of value for that and that will probably be a shortest segment of each show other than that the main point of our show is we're just two country guys that aren't super familiar with craft beer we're very interested super interested because we like it (laughs) I do like beer and there's a lot of
0: now that craft beers come online in Oklahoma and it's not that it just happened, but in the last five years, it's become really popular.
1: And in the last two years, they've loosened up some regs on them, and they can rock and roll now. And we
0: want to we want to learn with them. We want to support them.
1: I want to have places where I can go drink craft beer, and know exactly what in the hell I'm ordering when I order it. And I have a feeling there's a lot of you out there might li- be listening to this that. If you were to be honest with yourself, when you buy a craft beer, you really don't know what you've just got yourself into.
0: 50-50.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And we're there with you. And so we're going to learn as we go. And we're going to share what we learn. Because if you're going to live here in this great state and you're not going to be some country bumpkin jackass that only drinks Bush Light or Bud Light, which if you do, fine. If you're like... The other 90% who's not scared to try craft beer, most especially if you're with a young lady that all that would like to try some craft I suggest you learn to love craft beer. Try it. At least try it. Act like you like it. So what we want to do is at least give you some ammunition when you go out there to buy this stuff that you, you have a little bit of an idea. So, so we're, we're going to talk about the beers, the breweries, and what we everything think everything that goes we're going to judge them our so, unprofessional I mean, opinion.
0: Yes, we are <laughs> the farthest from professionals
1: on craft beer. And I feel like that's most people in Oklahoma. It's it's very opinionated. Absolutely. So, that's what we one we're, one beer per episode. One beer per episode. Every episode gets a new beer we are going until we run out of craft beers that are made in Oklahoma. We will not rate A a craft
0: beer and at the rate just in Tulsa that we see like nothing nothing's left brewery throws out a new beer
1: yeah we should have hundreds of episodes so here we go that's what we're about we hope we hope that you're curious enough you continue to dig into our episodes and we promise to make each segment short we're going to try to stay under the 30 minute mark on these babies and bring you some value in the beer Gonna bring you some value in the great outdoors I'm gonna bring you some value if you if you have any curiosities at all about real estate. So
0: And maybe a little tidbits of just normal life.
1: Absolutely. It's gotta sneak its way in there.
0: So, so let's uh, talk about the first beer. Yep.
1: Yeah, episode number one. First beer, what do we got, Brush? Cabin Boys Brewery. One of our favorites. <laughs> yes, we, sir.
0: Anybody in Tulsa, if you want to have a fun time, especially in the fall, springtime. Uh,
1: cabin boys is a, is a fun place to go hang out. Uh, we've, the, I'll interrupt the cooler it is outside, the, the better off you're going to be at cabin boys.
0: Yeah. They have, they have, I mean, they have an inside part that's got air conditioner and or heater. Uh, but they have a huge warehouse in the back that you can stay warm in the wintertime, but in the summertime
1: it gets hot. You're damn sure going to stay warm in the summertime. <laughs> yeah cool thing about Cabin Boys folks right now is, and, and I'm sure this will continue forever, they have a, a a barbecue food truck that permanently stays there. 1907 barbecue. Shout out. Great barbecue. It, I mean, if you go there
0: for happy hour, whatever it may be, and maybe you're not going to make it home for dinner, but you're hungry, it's a lifesaver.
1: Yeah, and the dude that runs that thing, I've met him, is Stand Up great guy pours his heart and soul into that food and you can tell it's good yes
0: they run out a lot or they did when they first started it was so popular it seemed like i mean they were running out a lot they might have been able to, to prevent that now but
1: absolutely so back on track cabin boys were trying their huntsman huntman ipa okay and now full disclosure 90% 90% of the time, I'm not an IPA lover. I am. You're an IPA lover. Which is which is rare. If
0: you would ask buddies of mine, what kind of craft beer should we get Bryce, they would think something like Light light of Light. Yes. I like IPAs. Not all of them. There's some that I've turned turned away from. But yeah.
1: I am interested about this one, though. Okay. This is,
0: this is one that...
1: I'm going to give you the rundown on it. I'm Let's not an IPA lover. I've done some research, though. So, and What's I, it stand for? This is what we owe. A lot of people, I mean... This is what you, we owe <laughs> you, you guys. We're going to have some
0: people that, that already know everything about it. We're going to have some people that
1: Correct. have no idea what I'm gonna, IPA I'm stands, I'm gonna stands for. I'm going to treat my listeners as though they're me five years ago. Go and I it. didn't know much about it. So, IPA. That stands for India Pale Ale. Not Indian. India Pale Ale. Uh, The story on India pale ales dates way back, like 1793. Uh, George Hodgson of Bow Brewery, uh, he was exporting porters and pale ales way back then from London to India. So uh, basically what this boils down to, the British troops that were stationed in India at the time loved his stuff. You think beer was hot back then? Yes. I think from what I've read, they that was some of the reason for thinking that it needed to be super hoppy was so what it would maintain...
0: What a bunch of tough
1: bastards. They were tough, but <laughs> this stuff became so popular. It says um, they were actually lighter and more thirst-quenching in a hot climate and very popular with the British troops stationed in India. So... That's and where they come from, refrigerated folks. Cakes. Way back then, they were—they're guessing these things were about six and a half percent alcohol, which is what they are today. Yeah, basically, yeah. Your IPAs are all going to hover around there. From everything I've read, this one is six point two. So let's let's pop a top. Let's pop a top. Let's see what see what we think. You're obviously going to love this, maybe more than I do. But again, in the name or rating things. I'm not gonna prejudge this beer. I mean, the by the way, the cans.
0: They, what I love about craft beer is they all get really creative. They,
1: they're yes, their cans always have some unique artwork on them. Every almost every single one of them. So here, cheers. Cheers. We'll let you know what we think. One drink.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's good. That's a good beer.
1: My initial impression, for sure, tastes like an IPA. If you've ever had IPAs, this is tastes There's like an IPA.
0: It's not as strong. No, I mean, I think every IPA is gonna have that bitter, hoppy
1: taste. Super hoppy. Let's be not, honest, but with not everybody. very bitter. Super hoppy. This one, however, it doesn't bite you.
0: I think what I my like for for what I like them for meetings and stuff. You're not going to go drink 10 or 12 of these. You're
1: going to drink three or four. No. This is a, for me, this is a two beer. Yeah, I mean. I'm going to have two of these and I'm going to move along.
0: I'm not going to lie. I've, I've, I've drank several. It's got a. At one sitting. I'm going to give my
1: opinion for people that are like me. It's got a strong hoppy taste as every IPA will. Mm Mm-hmm. The taste hangs with you. The aftertaste tastes exactly like the first drink. I think that's important.
0: Yeah, it doesn't.
1: It doesn't go south on you. It doesn't get worse after you swallow it. But it is very hoppy. It's got a ton of flavor. But this one isn't bitter. It's one of the smoother IPAs I've had.
0: Well, I'm, I mean, knowing that I like IPAs I, and I really like this one, uh, what what are you gonna score
1: it? In the world of IPAs. I mean I've had a few. Or
0: well, are you judging it off of, I mean I thought this was more of a judge you know, scoring let's, yeah, let's it what give you
1: like. Yeah, let's give it let's give it. I'm just gonna encompass it in all beers for me. Yeah, go for it. On the one to ten scale, for me, this beer is a six three. That's good. It's, it's something I would order. I'll tell you this. If we were going for lunch, it's Tuesday. Okay? I got some shit to do after lunch. So I'm having a beer just to enjoy the beer. Not for any other motive than sure. that. I just want to have one beer with lots of flavor. I'm going this one. I'm at a 7-2. Okay. I expect you to be higher than that.
0: I, I mean, I, I, I really like it. Uh but remember for for everyone out there 1 to 10
1: you break 8 we're talking unicorn exceptional beer if you're above 8 yeah absolutely now something that needs to be addressed this beer folks is going to cost you $12.99 plus tax which is here in Collinsville's $14.18 for how many that's for a four pack it's another thing craft breweries seem to do that I don't really understand is they will just sell you four of these babies instead of the traditional six pack. Well. So, you're at $14 for four beers. I think that's pricey.
0: I think it's worth it. Okay.
1: Yeah, I guess if you went into this as I'm not going to power drink these things, I'm buying this beer to enjoy.
0: Yeah, if I see somebody shotgun one of these, I might hit them. You're looking at, you know,
1: what's that bring? These two, three and a half, four, you know, three. Well, and a half with bucks that, piece. Yeah. yeah, three and a half bucks a beer. Which you is you go to the bar, I mean, you order. But, but blocks, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. It just hits me as a little high for a four pack. You honestly don't need more than four of these for your are alone. No, if there's two. I, of I don't.
0: You know, an IPA is not something that you're going to go to the pool with or the cookout. No, I mean, if you're going to be there for an extended time, you don't. You don't go down to Stillwater to tailgate. With, not
1: on IPA. With eighteen of these, you'll regret it. Now, if there's just two of you, maybe that's why they do it. Like, yeah. listen, folks, we know more than you do. <laughs> We're going to sell you yeah. four of these because that's all you need. Yeah. So.
0: So there's your score. It's a really great beer, and and for people in Tulsa, if you haven't been to Cabin Boys, go check it out. Especially now that we're in the fall time. I mean, they usually have like on the weekends, and maybe I mean, maybe on the weeknights. Sometimes they they have live live music. Some live music, yeah. We've seen one great artist in there, yeah. And we had a little too much fun that night. That night, but that's what you know.
1: That's what it's about. It's what you're there to do. They have they have some amazing
0: games in the back.
1: Yeah, the location is is weird. Um, you'll have to dig for it a little bit. Tulsa will grow to it. Yeah, and but I, what I, they have set I up there they, is great. I think they hedge for
0: the future on that.
1: Yeah, what they have set up there is great. Um, 1907's going to be there from everything I understand. They're, they're a permanent fixture now, so yeah. you're going to get the opportunity to eat some good food. All kinds of beer choices. You don't just have to do this IPA. But now you know if you like IPAs.
0: I think they usually have like between 8 and 12 choices on the board. Yeah.
1: And if you want to try the IPA, now you know. It's the middle of the road. Not going to bite you hard. Our vote, and I'll speak for you, is is we'll stamp this one. I'll stamp it. Try it. Yeah. I would absolutely tell you, especially if you're new and you're like, man, I I just don't know about IPAs. Try this one. This one won't hurt you. This and one won't turn you off on IPAs,
0: and it'll set a good base for you in the future. Yeah, yeah. Because there's going to be some
1: that you drink that are way hoppy. Yeah. So Cabin Boys Huntman IPA, folks, give it a shot, and give Cabin Boys a shot, man. That's what a great. That's my, probably my favorite establishment. One also. I mean,
0: yeah. It's hard for me to 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 mark one down because I have fun at several of them. But yeah. If you're gonna go hang out with some buddies, or even, I mean, taking our wives down there. I mean, there's, there's ping pong, fantastic, foosball.
1: Fantastic r- date night spot, fantastic meeting spot. Just awesome. Yeah. It's a good time.
0: So, well, as we finish our beer, let's move
1: on to our outdoor section. Outdoor section, I'd like to hit the catfish bite below the Lula Goddamn. I think people need to know about this because well, I, mean, I didn't learn about it until this year, and I've been in this, this area my whole life. So this,
0: this whole summer, I and we're, we're moving into fall time now, this this summer, spring into summer was, was kind of a bust. It rained. So moving on to that, in Oklahoma, when you have a bunch of rain, the number one thing that happens is they got to let it out.
1: Everything floods. we got tons of lakes here.
0: So when they let it out, it doesn't matter what lake you're on, if you can get below the dam of that lake, there's a good chance that you can get into what? Our good friend Cole Swingo <laughs> yes, a few weeks ago, got into below illegal. Yes, and we're not sure how long. I mean, I presume as soon as it started flooding and they started letting out, that that it pro- the, the bite probably began. He just I, he just got on it late.
1: He just fit, yeah, because he just got word late. I'm going to explain to the people. Here's what happens, and I think you could apply this to like Bryce said, any dam in Oklahoma below you know below a lake because this this is all revolves around moving water. Yeah. This that's the variable here. So what they were doing, uh, you know, part of the show is to bring attention to some of these fantastic spots we have in Oklahoma for outdoor we're activities. In the northeast, we're surrounded yeah. by. Them. Yeah. And so what one lake we have here, you know, we're in Collinsville, ten minutes from here, Ulega Lake. Ulega doesn't get a lot of attention, but it's a decent lake. But what they do have. ...is the dam, which feeds the Verdigris River. Yep. The Caney feeds into Oolagaw. The water that comes out of Oolagaw turns into the Verdigris River. Am I correct in that? I believe so. I think so. That's relatively accurate. So what they're doing, when they start letting that water out, these guys will go put their boats in below Oolagaw Dam, which which you don't want to do with your $70,000 bass boat. Yeah, <laughs> this is a rocky, fast, and, fast-moving water. You know,
0: if you don't know how to back up very well, stop. F- it. Find somebody that does. Yeah, absolutely. This is a tight spot. So.
1: so, so they put their boats in the water. You're in. You're in some pretty quick-moving water. They get situated, yeah, and they get drive your stuff their ready. boat up. From what I gather, we're talking within a couple hundred yards of the dam.
0: To to the line. To there's the
1: power a, line, they call it the power line. Yeah,
0: there's there's a cable right there, and you, you run it all the way up to the cable, and
1: I mean you drop your lines in.
0: You drop it all the way to the bottom. They're using cut shad, uh, but you can really use anything. I mean, cut perch. Yeah, any I mean, kind, any any, any kind type of of, fish. of of bait fish that you can use. Uh, they even at one point, you know, to, to keep legal, uh, any game fish. You can still use it as bait, but you need to clean it first. So they cleaned a couple catfish at one point and then, you know, cut the heads off and use that or yeah. any any chunk any, of the meat. What
1: they were doing was going uh, to the bottom with this meat and they kill the boat. And just drift. And drift backwards a few hundred yards. And in that few hundred yards lights out. Multiple fish on scenarios. A
0: lot of breakoffs because it was big just big catfish. They learned really quickly that it was a, a one pole per man deal. Because, because it's, you're that busy, you couldn't you couldn't monitor. I'm sad
1: that. that I didn't get to go.
0: We were busy. We were we busy. Still, we still are. Oh, you know, the,
1: I will go next year. Um, I mean, I, it's going to
0: happen every year. We all know that at some point, if, I, it rains. I, it rains enough that they let water out. Um,
1: I figure this is an any time they let water out thing.
0: To an extent, this was this was probably more so because of the rain that they kept letting it out that i think that more fish migrated up
1: i I bet those from what i know of catfish those catfish are going to come towards that moving water
0: yeah pretty quick i mean they didn't they didn't come from very far off either um but no it was (laughs) they they had a blast they caught a lot of fish and after the, the rough year that we had this yeah, was man. something that you could still get out there and, and fill the ice chest up, have a big fish fry.
1: Yeah, because let's talk 2019 Oklahoma,
0: man, Flood rough. City,
1: USA. Uh, we, Skytook we, Took Lake, where you <sighs> and I like to bass fish, out of commission. Underwater. So There was water coming over the bridge. Yeah, so we didn't get to fish, folks, like we normally do, but... And bass fishing was a bust this year, but... This catfish bite below Oologah Dam saved saved it. Honestly, uh, one of the damnedest things I've ever heard of.
0: Yeah, and and it was you know there was people on the banks that, that were fishing and I'm sure they caught fish but they didn't catch nothing like this. Nothing like this. Super important
1: to be able to be in a boat in, in the, the middle of that river. In the
0: middle, and uh,
1: because Cole took Neil, and Neil has lived in Oologah his entire life. You're talking a gentleman in his sixties. That also said that was the damnedest thing he's ever been a part of. That's how many fish they caught. Catching a lot,
0: and and some big ones, big fish. You know they were they were they were catching several that that we always call eating size. You mm-hmm. know, two to six pounds.
1: Oh, eight plus. They were. But doing they were, doing there, several there were eight
0: several pluses. eight plus that they were bringing in. I think. Did they
1: ever break twenty? I don't know. I don't think so. Kirk Martin might have.
0: Yeah, I think he did. Maybe not with Cole, yeah. but
1: that was farther. You, you
0: could continue to float down the river to, to where the bridge is, and and it sounded like the bigger fish were farther down. But if you wanted to, to start your morning off and, and load the boat, it was the first 100 yards. You were yards. done in
1: two hours. From unload to load, you were maxed out with fish in two hours. So, yeah, Co- folks, keep that in mind. Next year, when it rains keep your eye on the dams. You follow Ulagah anywhere with a dam where you can get a boat in below it. Yeah, you're yeah. going to rock and roll.
0: Anywhere yeah, anywhere you can get in and there's a there's a good flowing water below. But you should have some some success. Uh, just just be safe cuz the, the water is running water like that. Yeah, and be you careful. need a
1: dependable boat. If your boat is kind of kind of turd, you don't want to do Call this. Call buddy. Cuz you could end up miles away real fast. That <laughs> happens. So that's our only advice for the for the safety side of it. Dependable boat, life jackets. This is fast-moving water, but be ready to set the hook. Lots.
0: It was, it was amazing. So us talk about real estate.
1: Moving on, let's talk about real estate. Let's wrap this thing up. What I want to talk about is this year. 2019 is going to mark a year where we had some historically low interest rates and me being on the sales side of this thing I can tell you guys interest rates are going to be one of your key factors when you're buying a house Um, you're going to be pressured to lock rates everybody's going to be talking rates 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 and rightfully so because the difference um, in four percent and three and a half talking big money on your monthly payment you're talking about a different number on the house you can afford. So rates are worth paying attention to. What happened this year is uh, we were in the force for a long time. I think some people with bad credit maybe even were up in the low fives. But what's it been? A month ago? Yeah. About a month ago, they dropped rates. The thirty-year fixed rate at three seven five, and they were doing 50, record three. 15-year uh, rates at 3.12 some people were getting, so that's outstanding. You'll get that million-dollar home. <laughs> yeah, because you <laughs> won't... They haven't seen that in over over eight years, uh, and that's that's real money in your pocket, and that's why you should pay attention to rates and rate trends when you're thinking about buying if you're not in a big hurry. Your mortgage, your mortgage guys will, will have their eye on this. I would think for people that, that have owned homes for a
0: while, maybe you bought it. Maybe you're on a thirty year. Would it be smart to refi to to a fifteen
1: year now? If you bought in on a thirty year, in like early two thousand. If you, yeah, let's say early two thousand. would say even ten years ago, uh, if you were at four, four and a half, or four to you know, five. Maybe
0: maybe it's time to do a little remodel in the home. You take get some free equity. money from that equity.
1: Yeah, but it, for sure, if you bought in at five. And you could do fifteen year at, at three two. You need to talk to somebody about that.
0: Yeah, this is saving. Maybe, you maybe you're sending a kid to college. Yeah, this to is make money.
1: this is saving you there's, real money. There's because a lot there's, of
0: things that you can think about there.
1: And it there's a lot of paperwork involved with buying a house. And one thing none of us like to look at is the, the interest print. the interest chart. <laughs> uh, how interest is accumulated, how it's calculated, is scary. You don't want to look at it. It's ugly. I hate it every month yeah how much money you're paying the banks over 30 years is retarded but it's it's what has to happen to be able to afford these things so but what I'm telling you is this year rates were a major driver in the real estate market major spike when they dropped these rates and you're gonna see that so if you're thinking about selling and you see the rates fall like this that's a time to list if you're thinking about buying and you see the rates fall like this you need to get damn serious about it because you're putting money in your pocket
0: and that's a big thing because the markets you know tulsa is not a, a huge real estate town no when you start comparing permits and everything to to the surrounding i mean tulsa and oklahoma city uh for how many people are in each they're double the permits
1: that we are. Very different. And then you go into DFW, which is the, 30, D, the like DFW 40, real estate permits. market is Oklahoma combined. So <laughs> yeah, see, you, can't even. Even, you can't even compare it. But so,
0: Tulsa is very custom oriented. Yes. So those people that are building these customs need to pay attention. Because uh, you can't always, when you're building
1: a custom, it's not like a spec. You're not locking in that day. No, you're talking about a six to eighth month lead time. And you need to talk to somebody that's that's got their ear to the ground that can tell you what these rates are going to do because it's not a secret.
0: You have some pretty good contacts for that.
1: I do. Uh, Yeah, Tyler Van Babber is my main man. Yeah. So we're going to have him on this show, feed you guys some information. But that's really what we got for you today, cabin boys. Brewery, Brewery, amazing place. Go there, visit them. They're fantastic. I hope to meet. Anybody that wants do.
0: to play ring toss.
1: <laughs> yeah, you.
0: Yeah, i I like to bet on things, and I, I'll bet right now. Whatever you want, I'll, I'll take you on.
1: They do got a ring toss game. Bryce is good at it. I'm telling you, try the IPA, Huntman IPA.
0: Try anything they got. Start with this.
1: Yeah, we gave it decent scores. It's worth a shot. It'll it'll wet your whistle in the IPA world. Get you started. Uh, you think, buy it at the
0: store. It's a it's a cool can. I mean, you're gonna if you show up to a cookout with some people, they're gonna notice it.
1: Absolutely, it's pretty um, neat. Fishing world, wait for it to flood next year. Hit those dams, catch those catfish. Real estate world, watch your rates. When you see them trending low, make your move. That's all we got for you today, folks. Appreciate it, you guys. Thanks for listening tune back in another beer another fishing trip a little bit more real estate a little bit more real estate we know. maybe
0: maybe hunting next time i think so you know we're getting into that time here so time. so guys we'll, thank you we'll, we'll appreciate see you next you. time
1: gonna see you next time